Welcome to Startup Health Now, the weekly web show that celebrates the health transformers and change makers reimagining health. My name is Unity Stokes, and today we have a very special guest, Mike Venera, who is the Chief Information Officer of Independence Blue Cross. It is the duty of leaders to lead, of the creative to create, of the daring to do. The free world expects leadership of us. Its fate and our fate depends upon our leadership. Well, Mike, it's great to be here with you. We're at the Accenture Health Tech Challenge today. Um, Mike, uh, you're the, the Chief Information Officer at Independence Blue Cross. Um, I thought we'd start off just by learning about you, um, your, your role, and, and sure. what that means uh, uh, being the CIO at, at uh, Independence. Sure, so I'm, so I'm really excited to be here as well. Um, so I've been at Independence for 18 years now, so I've gotten to see the organization from a variety of different roles. Um, I currently serve as the Chief Information Officer, so I have responsibility for really everything from you know, desktops and PCs, the heavy equipment, all the way up to healthcare analytics. Um, kind of sort of the full range of technology, um, you know, and analytics in our organization. Um, prior to that, I had uh, ran corporate strategy for the organization and actually was uh, started up our innovation efforts within the organization, which, you know, we kind of looked at as our outreach effort to the startup community, um, you know, both from an investment and, you know, kind of partnership standpoint. And then prior to that, had served in a variety of different roles in the technology organization in, in some business areas over my years there. So, What have you noticed evolve, let's say, over the last three to five years? Has there been a pretty big shift from, from your vantage point? Well, I think there's definitely been a big shift in the, in the overall healthcare system, um, you know, whether it was changes driven by the Affordable Care Act or just, you know, ongoing kind of increase in, um, you know, medical trends. There's a, a, a lot more focus on getting costs under control. There's a, there's the, the whole kind of payer-provider adversarial relationship is starting to break down, um, you know, as, as everyone's trying to get their arms around, you know, costs and bringing costs down. I mean, you're seeing a lot more innovation in the, in the healthcare space. I mean, I think the fact that, you know, it's interesting, I think the one thing that we sort of bemoan a little bit in the payer industry is just what a big portion of GDP healthcare represents, but I think that's also attracted a lot of entrepreneurs to the space because there is a lot of money, and if you can just get a fraction of that, that's a you know potentially a really big pie, and there's also it seems like so much uncertainty today. Um, you well, mentioned the the ACA. Yeah. There's a new administration coming in. What what are your thoughts um, just in terms of where the landscape is today in right. terms of innovation, right. um, and what some of this in uncertainty means um, potentially as an opportunity for for your organization, but also for for startups. Right. Well, I mean, I think the uncertainty is. Um, you know, it's, it's always difficult from a business standpoint in the short term, right? Um, you know, the rules of the the game can change a lot, but I think what that what what that level of uncertainty means. And look, we have an administration coming in now that wants to change a lot of things. We could have a, another change in four years. So what it really does is reinforcing focusing on the basics, right? And what I mean by basics are the under, underlying fundamentals of how do you keep people, you know, well. How do you reduce you know, medical costs? How do you keep people out of the hospital? Those are the things that, if you do those well, 
then you'll be you'll be as successful as you can be, you know, regardless of kind of the changing regulatory landscape. So I think it actually is a good reason for everyone to focus on the the really the fundamentals of the business, and that, so, and that, that there's opportunity there for for startups as well. So are you seeing what types of innovation are you seeing? Are you seeing startups and innovators really? come with solutions that address those challenges the way you're, you're hoping for? Are you, are you wishing that other things were, were coming across your desk every day that, yeah. that maybe changed the game a little more? Yeah, well, I mean, I think what you see, you're, you see a lot of exciting innovations in a lot of different spaces. Um, I, I would say that the biggest challenge that I see are not a lack of solutions, but you see uh, in healthcare a lot of, at least what I characterize as very niche solutions, right? So someone's got an app to help manage diabetes. Right, someone has a you know a, a great um, medication adherence solution. Right, someone has a um, a tool that payers can use to you know help manage population health. So you've got all these kind of things that that touch one piece of a very complex ecosystem. And one of the things that's really lacking is you know sort of a a, a platform or way to tie all those things together. Um, because really, when you're let's say a payer, right, and in, you know. You've got to deal with all of those problems, and all of those problems are part of the healthcare system. So, um, one of the things that excites me, and why I think we're interested in this space, is I, I see the, a payer as potentially playing that role of kind of the platform of stitching together the different solutions, right? So, the the diabetes app and the the um, medication adherence, you know, solution, and you know these other innovations we can be sort of the glue that helps stitch those all together to bring a solution, you know, to actually change the market. So that's one of the things that really excites me about it. So I see it as both sort of the, I see it as the opportunity for, you know, established players like health insurers to work with the startup community. Yeah, that's where you guys can really take the lead there. Um, so what, what should startups be doing for, you know, what, how do they get through the door so to speak, sure. um, for, for you? What, what advice and, and tips and wisdom? Yeah, so, so my number one advice that I always give to any early stage company that I, that I talk to in healthcare is, is really to try and understand healthcare financing because that's the most, in my mind, that's the most complicated thing about healthcare. Um, you know, when you get into sort of the medical space, there's incredibly sophisticated science, right, around, you know, whether it's predicting cancer or, or um, you know, medical diagnostics, a lot of machine learning, but you know, people kind of that are attacking those solutions have expertise in those areas, right? What I think a lot of people fall down on is, you know, entrepreneurs fall down is really understanding who's going to pay for this at the end of the day, because we have such a complicated healthcare system, at least in the U.S., right? Every other industry, for the most part, is relatively simple. I make something, you want it, you pay me and get the service or device or solution, whatever it is. Healthcare, it's kind of like I make something that you know would be attractive to you as a consumer but you're not going to pay for it you'd have to get your provide your doctor to s prescribe it but your doctor's not paying for it it's your insurer who's paying for right. it and your employer's paying part of that it's such a complicated system that understanding the flow of financing and, and really asking that question at the end of the day who who who's going to want this and who's going to pay for it because a lot of times in healthcare those aren't the same answer, mm -hmm. right? And I think that's that's something that a lot of people don't pay enough attention to, um, you know, in this space. So that should be designed right into your pitch and, and yeah. presentation from the beginning. Yeah, and and it factored into your pitch and presentation, but also thinking about um, putting yourself in the in the 
viewpoint of some of those actors, and sometimes it can be you know, a little bit counterintuitive, right, to say, you know, boy, something might be a great solution for a consumer, you know, and it, understanding why a payer may not, might not want to pay for that, right, is, is something to get your head around. And, you know, sometimes it means you may have to change, mm-hmm. you know, your focus significantly. So what are you what are you most excited about today? Um, obviously, we, we we talked about how much has changed over the last three yep. to five years. Um, what's giving you hope of, about where we're going? Yeah, I just think it's the the you know the passion of, of people in the entrepreneurial community seeing great new solutions. I mean, you know, the good thing about healthcare is there's just no end to the problems, right? To to tackle, there's tons of opportunity, and just seeing people, you know. I always get excited by people that are enthusiastic about going out and you know solving a problem and creating a creative solution. And I don't think there's you know I don't see any silver bullets here, but I don't think that's because that's not because no one's done it. It's because healthcare there is no silver bullet to it. It is like a balloon, and you got to squeeze here, and then it pops up somewhere else, and you've got to constantly you know whether it's the squeeze the balloon analogy or a whack a mole analogy, but you know just to see the energy of people going after it is what excites me. One of the questions we've been getting a lot, um, both from industry players as well as, as startups, is how does the changing administration impact our business? And, and maybe there's a, a, a near-term and long-term answer. How are, how are you guys thinking about that in terms of the, the context of, of what needs to happen in the future? Does it change anything uh, in terms of your long-term strategy? Well, I mean, I, 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 in some respects, it's it's a little bit too early to tell. You know, we 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 I think there's some early signals of what might happen you know, with a new administration, but it's certainly not you know set in stone. Um, I think when you think about certain, um, you, then you've got to consider think about what your business process is or or what your you know let's say your company is if you're an early stage company. So there are, you know, there have been companies built and solutions built around things like um, you know risk adjustment as an example in the Medicare Advantage space or the Affordable Care Act um, space you know something like that could materially change right but but underlying a lot of that are things like analytics around disease prediction and, mm-hmm. and disease diagnosis you know regardless of our healthcare system those types of things are going to be important so you know that so in my mind it, it's some of our short-term direction you know might change and some of our, you know, some specific processes might change. And if, if you're a startup that, you know, your niche is something that's, you know, tied to a specific regulation that's in place now, you know, that might be trouble, right? But I think if you're, you know, addressing something that's kind of fundamental, right, whether it's about, you know, population health or specific healthcare conditions, those things aren't going to change. Um, they're always going to be valuable. Um, so I'd say those the, those things I don't see really an impact. I'd see those just becoming more important. Are you seeing um, enough what we call one of the things we focus on at Startup Health with our health transformers, our our startups and innovators is really around the concept of solving big moonshots, big leapfrog sort of innovations that right. are going to change the game. Are you seeing enough of that um, at at this stage in terms of what you're seeing out out in the market? Yeah, I mean, uh, or is it more incremental? I, I'm progress? probably I'm probably a little bit more of a contrarian on that point. That that I don't know that I see um, healthcare again as being you know that amenable to huge um, big shifts. Big shifts. I mean, maybe within a specific you know disease state, you you could have that. But overall, I see it as something that is much more incremental. Um, you know, I, I guess there are technologies out there like you know gene therapies or down the line direct gene editing that could really be kind of totally transformative. 
Um, but for me, it, it seems like it's much more of an incremental because even if I'm tackling this problem over here, right? Let's say, pick a specific disease. There's a, there's lots of other diseases, right? And there's lots of other parts of the healthcare ecosystem. Um, so it's it's hard to have a solution that transforms all of that. So I really do view it as more of an incremental, you know, just by nature an incremental approach. And how do you how do you view the the construct of external innovation? Um, to, you know, just within your organization, is a lot of the innovation sort of percolating up internally, or is it also coming from outside? Sure. We've obviously been talking about startups and, sure. and those innovators coming in. How do you think about and leverage external innovation? Yeah, so, so we, I had mentioned I had uh, started up our innovation program a couple of years ago, and we kind of explicitly looked at the link between external and internal innovation. I mean, our viewpoint was, you know, healthcare's got to change, it's got a lot of big problems to tackle. We can do our part, but we certainly can't do everything. So, you know, we actively look to the, you know, outside community and particularly the the startup community as, you know, ways to, you know, get innovations that we could use for our business. But we also looked at it, we coupled it with internal innovation programs to get some of our, you know, associates thinking about innovation and using innovation uh, design practices. And then we actually, you know, looked for opportunities to get, you know, both our associates and our executives together with um, some of the early stage companies. We sponsored a, a I think we were four years in a row, a, um, a local health accelerator in Philadelphia, uh, along with a, you know, one of the health systems there. And that, the part of the rationale for that was, you know, we can help bring some industry expertise, right, to some of the early stage companies. And at the same time, maybe a little bit of the entrepreneurial spirit would kind of rub off on our associates, right, so they could take that back to the office. So we definitely see that the two things is linked, but you certainly, I don't think any organization can do it all within their own four walls. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's too, you know, too complicated. There's too many different players, and, and you know, it helps to have external perspectives that you can kind of bring to bear. Let's talk about the future. Sure. Um, what, do, what are your thoughts, what are your big predictions on say over the, the next 10 years on, on where things go and and maybe how that impacts the payers of, of the world and, and your organization. Yeah, I mean, wow, that's a big, big question. Yeah. Uh, you know, predictions over the next 10 years. I mean, I would say kind of focusing on the, you know, I'll stay away from any kind of policy predictions sure. because, I, you know, who, who knows where those are gonna go. But, um, you know, really within the, the healthcare space, um, you know, there's not a clear end in sight for, you know, kind of healthcare costs. Right, we have a generally aging population. Um, you know, one of the downsides, I hate to even call it that, right, but one of the, let's just call it one of the side effects of some of the, the miracle medicines that we've developed are people live longer and develop other diseases, right, which adds to cost over time, right? So I think that will be a, a problem that we're you know, gonna continue to, to wrestle with. So longevity, but healthy longevity. Healthy and how longevity. how to manage just, the cost. And, and, right, and how to manage the cost of, a, of an aging population, um, you know, particularly to keep that population healthy. Um, so that'll, I think that's going to be an ongoing problem. Um, you know, I think within the, the kind of the health tech space, um, you know, I think you'll see a lot of, you know, you know, continued innovation. I think, you know, AI has a is a huge opportunity area in healthcare. Um, you know, uh, you're seeing some of that, some of it already. I just think it's it's 
we're only at the beginning. I think there's almost endless opportunity. Is for that it. one of the areas you're most excited about? Yeah, I would say that's one of the areas we're at least me personally most excited about. I think there's a, a lot of opportunity, whether that's you know decision support for clinicians, uh, you know automated, you know potentially down the line automated diagnoses. Um, that I really think there's a huge opportunity area there. Um, you know, those are some of the things, and then hopefully it's the, we've been talking about it for so long. Hopefully we'll get to the point of, um, you know, at least some type of interoperability between different, you know, kind of uh, healthcare information systems, whether it's a provider's electronic medical record system or a payer's, um, you know, kind of claims and administrative, uh, you know, data repository. We've been talking about that for a long time. Um, it's been really How slow. How is that actually going to happen? I mean, everybody talks about interoperability. It yeah. seems like for years. I know the government spent billions of dollars, yeah. ended up with five different EHRs or however many there are. Um, what needs to happen to really change the game there? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I almost think. I don't know that is it's. Is it like a new entrant? Is it just new technology? Is it some new system? Is it a platform like like you talked about that ends up bringing a lot of the pieces together? I, I mean, I think I think all those things could play a role and could help. I, I, I'm also an advocate of just thinking about it. Again, I, you know, an innovation thing. I don't want to sound like the incrementalist, but I think there's value in saying, you know, when you try and say, hey, we've got a whole market, you know, that we want to put on an HIE and have, you know, 20, 30 different kind of healthcare systems all talking together in real time, that's a pretty high lift. And there's that would certainly be where we'd want to get to. But there's a lot of value in just, let's say, between a health system and a payer, you know, exchanging data, let's even with a lag in it, right? Because we have a view of every every doctor that you've seen, even if it's not, you know, kind of within a health system, right? Health system has a lot more in-depth view in their EMR. Even exchanging that data on a monthly or weekly basis has a lot of value. And so I think, the, you know, we have to take a lot more of those incremental steps because we're not even doing that in a lot of markets, right? So I think doing those will will help be a bridge to, you know, the true kind of real-time data sharing, you know, kind of place that we all want to get to. And when you say we, is that industry, startups, government, all of the above, Consumers, patients. Yeah, I mean, I, I really think I, I really think that one is, um, you know, to me, the government on, uh, you know, that particular issue just simply needs to um, not become an impediment, mm -hmm. right? Um, I really think that's, you know, kind of established actors, right? You know, whether it's you know provider systems and you know insurers sort of working together, and I think there's a role for startups in that, right, to help facilitate that data exchange. Um, you know, one of the solutions we uh, you know saw today um, provide a little bit of that middleware potentially around EMR systems that could make that type of data exchange easier. But I think at the end of the day, the biggest barrier is you know an insurer and a let's say a, a hospital system viewing their data not as you know just assets that they've got to hold on to, right? Right, and not share with anyone else. Unleash but, it, but unleash it and get the value. And and you know the balancing act is to make sure that we're doing that in a way that helps patients. But also sort of protects their privacy and you know doesn't uh, you know create any issues from that perspective, right. and that's I think where we need where I kind of mentioned kind of government to kind of work with us in terms of um, you know kind of rules around data sharing and what you can share and what you can't share because I think what we want to get to the point is you know where we're all I think we were all aligned in the common vision of kind of helping patients get better care, right.
So last question I always sure. like to ask. What, what do you do to personally stay healthy? Um, you've been in, in the industry a long time. You've yeah. seen health's been a big part of your, your career, but what do you personally do? Uh, my two big things are I try and eat well. Um, so I um, just try and watch my diet, try to you know, really limit my intake of you know, red meat, try to eat uh, vegetarian at least four or five meals a week. Um, so that's probably one big thing. And then you know, exercise uh, a couple days a week. So um, recently started a new exercise regimen uh, at least over the last couple of months. So. Nutrition and exercise yeah. sounds good. Yeah, the, sounds the good. basics, right? The basics. Uh, well, thank you so much for, for your wisdom and, and time and, and uh, looking forward to seeing you at the Startup Health Festival and, and uh, participating more with you with the Accenture Health Tech Challenge. Thank Great. you. Thank you.